Welcome to Rewatch Party, which of course is not a podcast, but instead an elaborate art installation for you to enjoy. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And we're all part of the art. <laughs> I feel like we're saying a lot and like we shouldn't say exactly what we're saying, but I think if like I were to articulate what the themes of our work, my work, my work um, is about... <laughs> I would say um, consumerism, uh, the environment. I actually thought it was more of a commentary on communism, but of course it, that was Well, my I think work. it's about like the intersectionality between communism and like gender. Or Ooh, is Mark taking yeah. all the credit for himself a metaphor for capitalism? I think it is a metaphor for capitalism. I think all of my work is a metaphor for capitalism and also like um, just like, like climate change. Well, you know, since podcasts are in and of themselves a capitalist creation. Is it possible to even break away from the mold of capitalism? Aren't we all just cogs Guys, in the gears of society? We make tens of cents an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are profiting off of people's listenership. Yeah. Of yes, very you listening amount. right now, thank you for the one cent. <laughs> if even that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But also, like, 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 why can't boys wear makeup? I know, part right? Of it. I'm wearing makeup yeah. right now. You can't yeah. see it. It's an audio He's format. He's got those, like, tiger stripes that you get at the zoo. Yeah, I, I went to the zoo and got, like, face paint. I wanted to be a tiger. Roar. <laughs> Zach, Zach, you're a very good tiger. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> when I showed you guys my tiger makeup, everyone was like, Zach, that's so weird. Why do you have tiger face paint on? And I was like, let me fucking dream. I want to be well, a tiger. Rawr. Well, I didn't want to say anything at Rawr. first because I was like, something's different about you. Did you get a haircut? Well, I also got a and haircut. And then you were like, I have tiger face paint on. And I was like, right. That's no, what Mark, it is. I also got a haircut. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I didn't notice. <laughs> You got your you got your fur trimmed because you're a tiger. Exactly. See, yeah. Harrison understands. Yeah. In this episode of iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this episode of iCarly, uh, Carly is has writer's block. Yeah. Well, well, we we, we begin as we begin many episodes with um, Carly in a bag. Mm. Yeah. Willingly, of course, not yeah. against her. Yeah. She is she has chosen to put herself in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Harper comes home. Well, when you phrase it that way, Harrison, it sounds like she's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, Zach, do you think it's weird? Do you think it's weird that Carly gets in a bag because she has writer's block and she's depressed? Do you think it's weird that she has a full bottle of wine in the bag with her? Yes. How fucking dare you? For I mean, personally, when I have writer's block, what I do instead, which is the normal way to deal with writer's block, is I go prepare a warm bath, turn out the lights, go in and pretend I'm in the womb. And then I come <laughs> out and then birthing a new idea into the world. You know, I, I will admit when you said that you, you know, make a bath for yourself, that sounded very normal up yeah. until the moment you said, I pretend I'm in the womb. Zach? Yeah, Zach? <laughs> To, to paraphrase Jerry Maguire, <laughs> you had me at womb. Uh, I was going to make a joke. You don't want to join me in the womb? We could so, be twins. We could be triplets. so good. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, listeners. Hey, friends. I make a lot of jokes on this podcast. Sometimes I make jokes and you guys are like, Mark, uh, that one got to me. That joke you just made really got to me. I don't even know what to say. 
to be like, I pretend I'm in the womb and getting birthed. And then you're like, you guys can join me. You want to come in the womb? It's you want to be my roommates? <laughs> we'll be triplets. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> also, my God, I'd like to, I'd like to correct Tyler one thing you said. Um, yeah. uh, what's a joke? This was not a joke. This was a real thing. No, I was saying I was going to make a joke. About, like, Carly gets in a bag. That's weird. When I have writer's block, I get in a box. Um, <laughs> that's normal. But uh, then you said you pretend you're in the womb. And I'm like, well, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I've already heightened it so much. Yeah. Womb mates yeah. coming to freeform this fall. Typed by Tyler in the chat. That's yeah. that's our next project, guys. Womb mates. Mm. Um, but, yeah, why is Carly in a bag? Uh, she has no new sketch ideas. Uh-oh. Which is funny, because I was under the impression that iCarly wasn't even really doing sketches anymore. Yeah, it seems like like a lifestyle vlog kind of show now. Yeah. yeah. Is this, I also want to say, is this the really first focused. episode this season that focuses around, like, doing iCarly? Yeah, no, I think there were, there were other ones before yeah, that like, I, bring up the show. My honest answer to that... Um, and I've thought about it a lot, like I've been thinking about it, is I don't know, because I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm stuck on Woommates. <laughs> I can't You're recover. About we, it came at the beginning of the podcast, and I can't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, my dear listener, you can just turn off right now. It's not, we're not no, getting no, better please than Woommates. Don't, don't turn off the podcast, please. <laughs> please do not Leave a five-star review and we say, when week. Zach I'll talked die. about Woommates, I died. <laughs> yes. If you're going to turn off the podcast, that is please what you should do. Uh, but and yeah, <laughs> it's it's... We haven't seen iCarly the show in a while. Yeah. And so, like, it's funny. We've been pretty much every episode being like, wasn't this about a web show or something? But then when they do come back to it, it is funny to be like, you weren't doing sketches. You did a baby Spencer at the very beginning. And then it's all (laughs) like Carly's going to do her makeup or let's put a camera in front of a potato or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I've said this. Yeah, it's a little odd, but and it is nice to, yeah. to change it up by really getting back to the core of what iCarly is about. Yeah, they're getting back Weird to the internet roots. content. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so much more relevant today. Like, this show predicted YouTuber boxes. And, and by, by the way, I'm wondering how hard it is to come up with iCarly content. Because off the top of my yeah. head, I'm like, I don't know, like... Yeah, Carly's in a bag. Like, put someone in a bag and just, like, I don't know, put something in the bag and they have to, like, guess what's in the bag with them. That feels uh, like something I Carly What's in the bag? Or, like, they put someone in the bag yeah. and then throw meatballs at them yeah, for some exactly. reason. And they have to catch yeah. the meatballs with their mouth. It's, like, yeah. it's going to be very tough to catch <laughs> the meatballs if they're in the bag, Harrison. Well, Zach, obviously their head is poking out of the bag. Yeah, they have mouths. Do they, like, do they, like extend the bag out to try and get the meatballs in the bag? Or, like... No, they no. catch it with their mouths. Yeah, I've said this bag. multiple it's times. A drawstring bag. They're <laughs> yeah. suspended at least two feet up into the air. Hold on, they're suspended in midair. Yes. Yeah. How else okay. are they gonna catch? Okay, the I'm listening. Back? How else can we be sure that it's fair? 
sure that it's fair. Don't ask what that means. How else can we be sure that it's fair? <laughs> Don't think about it. How else it. can we be sure that it's there if it's not hanging in midair? That's how yes. I keep all of that's how I store all of my personal belongings. Is I keep them suspended in midair because otherwise they might get stolen. Yes. They they are in a bag. The bag is like closed around their neck, so their yeah. arms and legs and everything are are in the bag. Mm-hmm. Their head is poking out. They are two mm-hmm. feet yeah. in the air, and someone throws meatballs, and they have to catch it with their mouths. This okay. is my favorite suggestion for a concept I've ever I've ever said in my life. Coming to freeform this fall, <laughs> a show that fall. is literally just this. Yes, <laughs> nothing else. Catch those if meatballs. You can, if you can make is it cake a show. That's true. What is is it cake? I've never. You heard don't of know that. Oh, cake? wait, Harrison. Do you remember the the trend, uh, the internet trend, where it's like, oh, you see this normal object? It's actually a cake. No, I don't remember that. That, but an entire game show hosted by Mikey Day of SNL. <laughs> I've never it's, heard of this. They this have is so a weird. food, or they have a food or an object, and then yeah. a cake that is made to look like the food or the object. Yeah. And you have to guess: is it cake? So like like hypothetically, I'm just seeing trying to see the appeal of this show. Like if I pick up a coffee mug, well, I have to like guess is this a coffee mug and then bite into it. Is there like no a 50% no Harrison? That would be of- ridiculous. Mikey Day from SNL slices through the cake with a samurai sword. Wait, <laughs> I forgot it was a samurai sword. That makes it so much better. This is yeah. the greatest show ever made. How did I forget the samurai sword? <laughs> This is the greatest. Uh, we're not here to talk about the greatest show ever made. Is it cake? We're here to talk about iCarly. Right. So we should they also just mention- use a regular knife, but instead, no, I'm going to use a samurai sword. I, I'm going to move on in a moment. I really thought you were going to say they could have used a regular sword. <laughs> Mark, samurai swords are regular swords. Anyway, Double Dutch was on the worst dressed list, so Harper is now worried as well. She's lost her mojo, like Austin yeah. Powers. Yeah. Uh, I bet this episode's going to follow the exact plot of Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Yeah. Mm, indeed. And so, like, Harper, who had been telling Carly, get out of the bag, confront your problems, is now like, the world is terrible, I'm going to get in the bag, shagadelic, baby. <laughs> what are you harper doing wait mark can you can you do uh harper doing an austin powers impression i well here's the thing i don't want her doing an impression i just want her to start saying shagadelic baby shagadelic baby shagadelic baby there i did it okay i'm proud yeah. of you i don't i don't have a harper impression in my back pocket I yeah I, don't, I have not i have not developed that either i don't know if i feel super comfortable doing a harper impression mm. anyway uh yeah harper gets in the bag and there are snacks in the bag i like that carly preemptively brought snacks yeah. into the bag yeah. mm-hmm. there's wine as we <laughs> said yeah wine for when, mm-hmm. for when you get a little sad in the bag <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sat in the bag. Sat New the episodes bag. this Thursday on Freeform. <laughs> so, we go to the next scene where Carly has texted Freddie, "Come to the studio nine one one." And Freddie's like, "Oh my god, what's the problem?" And she's like, "Oh, there's no problem. Your mom told me to text nine one one if I want you to come somewhere." This <laughs> is. 
In fairness, it does work. Apparently way too much. You'd yeah. think you'd get used to it by now. Yeah. And realize that it doesn't actually mean anything. The, the boy who cried 911. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One day his mother is going to actually have a problem. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to say Freddy's mom uh, kind of abuses this system to the point where she uses 911 whenever there's any mention of Kelly Ripa. Yeah. Freddy's mom is obsessed with Kelly Ripa. She's a big, she's a Ripa head. She it's loves Ripa Kelly Ripa's arms for some yeah. reason, specifically. Yeah, I do too. I'm not ashamed to admit it. They're good <laughs> Kelly arms. Kelly Ripa's got some good arms. Good arms. Wait, okay. Tyler just said <laughs> a Ripa Van Winkle, if you will. I oh won't. <laughs> I do not th- think that's a great name for fans of Kelly Ripa. <laughs> yeah, we're the Ripa Von Winkles. No. <laughs> You know what? Hearing it out of your mouth, Zach, I'm I'm maybe warming up to it. I'm sorry for my harsh words. I mean, Tyler. maybe it's like it's like emblematic of how much like Rip Van Winkle sat by a tree for a long time until he got old and died. Ripa Van Winkles will always stand by Kelly Ripa. Okay. <laughs> I was about to be like, let him finish. <laughs> Hold on. I want to know where he's going with this. <laughs> Ripa for life, baby. Ripa Van Winkles. Ripa Van Winkles. You gotta get that on a t-shirt. Hey, get that on a t-shirt. If you want to join the Ripa gang and be a Ripa Van Winkle yourself, <laughs> go to rewatchparty.com slash merch. <laughs> By the way, there is no rewatchparty.com slash merch. It's a fake link. Go there. That's a fake, <laughs> That's a fake link. We tricked you. We do you. not have one. We tricked you. <laughs> if you want such a banger rewatch party merch, such as a Ripa Van Winkle t-shirt, a Woommates hat, and just <laughs> and Mark himself, go to rewatchparty.com slash merch. That's right. As a part question, of the art question, installation, question, yes. we're selling Mark into slavery. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask, is it a rental thing? Like there is, unfortunately, there is only one of these. <laughs> yes, for the low, and low price of $3,000, Mark himself will come to your house and he will be your dad for a day. I really thought you were going to say a lower number. I'm flattered. <laughs> well, no, you're, a, you're, you're, my, you're my good friend and a quality human being. I'm not just going to sell you out to whoever. I'm going to sell you to the highest bidder. Yeah. There's yeah. only one of you. I got to use my money wisely. I like that we've come around to like, bidding on me like bachelor at auctions yeah. are a real thing like people do That's like right. bid right. on people to pay That's money so for like a day with them uh which yeah we can talk about that concept if you'd like i don't know if i need to get into it but i just like how yeah, we did either. a silly joke <laughs> yeah. about we're selling mark and it like went back in on itself to something <laughs> that exists <laughs> that's right yeah that's true you know, for a second, you know, you said, wow, I thought you were going to say a lower number, but like if we were selling you into real slavery, oh, yeah. 3,000 no, 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 no. would be bad. way it's too bad. low. It's bad. <laughs> I just like that Zach gut level values me at, at over a thousand dollars. Yeah, not too much yeah. higher, but like, yeah. you know, well, like, you're worth for it. For a day it's with good. Mark? Yeah. You're worth it. Yeah. You've got things to offer. That's okay. the right price. You're going to have to pay my airfare as well, though. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. That. Yeah. There's that. yeah, that's true. We are notoriously cheap. (laughs) Much like Fernando. Anyway, uh, we also, we learn in this scene, whichever scene we're in, I have forgotten. I haven't. Uh, Carly called Freddy to the studio. Carly and and Freddy. I I have notes. I was making a joke about how off topic we've been getting. Mm -hmm. Scene two. 
But we learn that Freddie's been like MIA recently. He's been too busy with the Kevin app. Uh, that yeah. He hasn't really had time for iCarly, the namesake of the show, the most important thing in the world. That's right. The business of iCarly. Yeah. But Carly is excited because she came up with a solution to her writer's block. She has asked fans to send in their ideas. Yes. And I love how, like, it is the worst fan request ever. Yeah, like, if I, if I these, may, the fan requests <laughs> fall into one of three categories. The yeah. first yeah. one, requests from their stalker fan, Mandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, stuff involving feet. So I'm guessing stuff mm-hmm. uh, from Dan Schneider. <laughs> yes. And three, other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have the worst fan base. Yeah. Others you know, a like big certain... category. Though. It's a big category that consists of two things: a message from Freddie's mom <laughs> about yes. Kelly Ripa, of course. Who else? And Just a message. Did a list bit. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, it's a list within a list. And number two, yeah. Yeah. a message. The one good request: yeah. a message from Carly's old manager from Italy, Paul, who is played by her. Best friend, former stepbrother, Josh Peck. He's here. Josh Peck is here. Yeah. It's so funny. They do a whole thing where like Josh Peck is like, hey, Carly, I'm sending in a video to help you. And Carly's like, Paul? And Freddie says, you mean that's Paul, your producer from Italian QVC? And it's like, we just want to go right out of the way. This is ever. who this is. Yeah. He is not Josh from Drake and Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I like it's it's smooth exposition. Smooth. Yeah. But can I just say missed opportunity to make Josh from Drake and Josh her producer on Italian That would be QVC. so funny. That would be amazing. Right. Carly, I've always kind of seen you as a little sister since you looked exactly like my little sister. It's very strange. You're much nicer than her. Do do one joke about you seem familiar to me. You know, you can even like have some fun with it. Like, you know, you look a lot like my sister. Well, before she got the nose job, now you look completely different. Uh, I, I was going to say, uh, make Josh a very successful producer for Oprah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The restraining order has been lifted. And now he works for Oprah. That's what yes. he should be doing. Should in, the, be doing in, the, in the Nickelodeon universe, Oprah is still hosting her daytime reality show. Yes. And Josh Peck is... <laughs> Is a producer on it. Sorry, right. not Josh Peck, Josh Nichols. Right, yes. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think Drake is doing? Do you think Drake is still like a, a criminal and is very big in Mexico? <laughs> yeah. Is he very big in Mexico? I thought he was just pretending to be Mexican. No, I'm pretty sure that was like a big thing that he like wanted to like go to Mexico and he was like big in Mexico. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> He does not make an appearance here. Probably for the best. Yep. <laughs> um, but Josh Peck is here. And guys, he's a manager. He's in Seattle now. And he wants to rep Carly. Hell yeah. And he's got ideas. But Freddie doesn't want him to come and help them. Why? For no reason. <laughs> yep, no reason. Yeah, there's a running theme in this episode where Freddie just acts like the worst. Yeah. All the time. Freddie hates- So bad in this episode. Yeah. That's a thing they do, like, that's a thing things do sometimes. Someone will come in 
And off of vibes, mostly one of our main characters will be like, I don't like you. And they haven't done anything. And well, yeah. Paul also goes on to do a lot of the stuff that Freddie does, but better. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, though. He just kind of introduces himself yeah. in that, that light. But then. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Harrison. He like they do a thing where they're filming an episode of iCarly and Freddie's getting notifications and Josh his character's name is Paul, but we're going to have a hard time calling him anything other than Josh or Josh Peck. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> he is like, do you want to use my phone instead? It's it's the new one. It's got a really good camera. And Freddie's like, um, no, Paul. Fuck you. And then Paul just puts the phone away. Like, he doesn't yeah. film the episode. Yeah. He doesn't really do Freddie's job. He's just, yeah. Freddie just doesn't like him for some yeah. reason. Paul gets pretty catty, but Freddie is being irrational. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets catty specifically because Freddie's being a little shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, Carly tracks down Freddie at the Kevin headquarters, or is there something else in between? There is something else. Yeah. We Damn forgot okay. about our beloved B-plot. Harper's yeah, it's our at bo- oh, the Shea B-plot. What? <laughs> yes. Harper's at Shay What, Spencer's restaurant. Um, and she wants to get her mojo back by designing uh, uniforms for his wait staff. Right. And they're real bad. <laughs> they're yeah. really bad. They're it's real a bad. Disgusting fish costume of some kind. I mean, it's, it doesn't, it's not really a fish costume. It just reminds me of a fish costume, in, like a I, bad I production of The Little Mermaid. See that. Yeah, it's very, it's very frilly <laughs> and has a lot of layers. Yeah. Um, and your the legs are sort of bound together as a mermaid's would be. Yeah. Um, that's what a mermaid is, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and... They talk to the guy who's modeling it. I forget what his name is. Jack. I wanna, yeah, yes. I was going to say, I want to say it was Jack. I yeah. did have it written down in my notes when I checked. Um, he cannot feel his arms or legs, but he's like having a good time. Oh, Jack <laughs> is having a great time. Yeah. But Spencer mm-hmm. doesn't like them and he can implement them because he has a restaurant critic coming to review his restaurant for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just want to stress the, the real bad Jack cannot move his arms or legs. Yeah. (laughs) So Harper, instead of designing the outfits, uh, is then asked by Spencer to pretend to be a customer at Shay what? So that she can impress the, the food critic. I really like that Harper is basically immediately like, oh yeah, well fuck the fashion thing. I'm into this now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a day off to Sometimes recharge. You need a day off. There are times when I'm like really struggling with my art. I'm like, this is the thing I'm most passionate about. And someone's like, hey, do you want to help me move? And I'm like, yes, this is what I'm all about now. <laughs> Fuck that old shit. Thank you for this that, is Mark, my by the way, life. the other day. That yes. was that was really good help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. All about it. You know what? I can see getting into an elaborate bit. I could get very distracted if you're like, uh, disguise yourself and <laughs> pretend to be a customer at this restaurant. Yeah. There's this more cr- critic, by the way, the does show. not eat food. He apparently rates things based on vibes. <laughs> it's well, we get to it later. First, we go to the Kevin office. But yeah, it's we'll talk about him. He's a critic who does not eat anything. And eventually there's a reason for that. Yeah. yeah, but I, I do like the idea of like a restaurant critic who does not eat the yeah. food, but instead judges it based off of customer reactions to eating yes. the food. Yeah, <laughs> I just sit here. I pay attention 
imagine you're at a restaurant and there's like a well-dressed man who's just coming around to every table being like, so what do you think of the food? And you're like, with like a clipboard and a notepad, yeah, with a clipboard like, and a notepad. And they're yeah. like, Oh, are you the owner? The owner sometimes like, you know, will greet guests. And he's like, no, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine he's dressed like a 1940s detective with like the hat and like the jacket, the, the trench coat. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd probably get checked out of the restaurant if that's how he looked while doing this. If I was a restaurant critic, I would do a lot of bits and disguises. Yeah, I'd imagine you'd dress like a 1940s private eye. Well, I'd do that some days, but then some days there will be times clown day. they're just like, yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're just like in the kitchen, they're like, oh, there's a clown here to eat? <laughs> Um, it's like, well, I guess we got to serve him. He's a paying customer. I guess we got to serve this clown. <laughs> yeah, this clown. Yeah. And it's like, little do they know, I'm a restaurant critic. You just play like little jokes on the waiter. <laughs> yep. You make him like, you leave like a balloon animal as a tip. <laughs> I can't pay you in money, but I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't pay you in real money, but how about balloon money? <laughs> but how about <laughs> a snake? <laughs> I only make snakes. I'm a restaurant critic. I only make critic. snakes and occasionally worms. How about this? Cucumber. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a restaurant. It's food themed. Here you go. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's your tip. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, I'm leaving. <laughs> I've now paid for my food. Goodbye, I'm leaving. By the way, I'm giving this a one star review. <laughs> Once one stars, one star, they seemed too many very Karens one the star. They didn't appreciate my balloons. <laughs> I did not like the temperament of the wait staff. They did not like my balloon animals. <laughs> That's a very important sticking point for me. Uh, but yeah, uh, Carly goes to the Kevin offices. Pearl has convinced Freddy to dress as a chicken so they can lure out a therapy fox that got into a therapy hen house. Mm -hmm. So they're doing great at running this business. Also, I do appreciate that they go with this elaborate ruse other than just admitting that they're having amazing chicken sex in the back room. (laughs) You think that's Pearl's kink? I don't shame. Yeah, let's let's, let's yeah. play animals. You be the chicken, <laughs> yeah, and totally. I'll be the egg, and we can finally find out who came first. What? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's the not, chicken. It's not often that I hear no, a ten out of ten joke <laughs> that I also hate. <laughs> I'm like, so great good. joke. I did not that like so hearing good. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw the opportunity oh and I had to God. take it. No, you're making some so good, good jokes this episode, Thank Zach. You. I just happen to hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I love them. So they're, there's good and bad. McCarley asks Freddie about uh, hiring Josh Peck again and Freddie's like I'm still against it and she's like oh I really thought you were going to say yes and Josh Peck walks in yay yay Yay. we like our Josh Peck he immediately woos the fox the fox loves Josh Peck he does you're right it's not just the phone he does show up Freddie in his fox handling yes The fox listens to Josh Peck because he realizes the power of this Italian man. 
He's not Italian. He's, not he's from Italian. like Iowa. <laughs> well, maybe he's Italian. We yeah, don't know, he but he's American Italian. Episode. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think he was like, right, "Joke's right, on right. you. I'm not even Italian. Italian. I was born in Iowa two yeah. weeks early, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> he should absolutely play Mario yes. in the new movie. That that's something I Luigi. Yeah. Where's the princess? <laughs> Bowser asks, are you calling me a liar? I ain't calling you a truther. He has experience playing a brother in a comedic duo. Luigi, did you remember to draw the door? (laughs) Uh, To to cut the door out? (laughs) Of this castle? I'm I'm sorry, the the saw is in another castle. (laughs) Yes! That's perfect. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Paul has uh, many ideas. Paul, aka Josh Beck, again, and just so you're so confused by me saying Paul, I know. Paul has many ideas. One, focus on merchandising. You can sell Carly dolls. You can sell whatever you want. You can maybe sell I don't know, uh, Ripa Van Winkle <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. Oh God, is there a Carly Funko Pop? Oh, there's, there's gotta be a Carly Funko Pop. Okay, someone get on it and tell us, is there a Carly Funko Pop? There's a Funko Pop of, like, everything. I can Google this right now. I meant in... I, I mean didn't in even mean life. in real life. I mean in, oh, in fiction. <laughs> but yeah. yes, there. I am curious to know. <laughs> well, they gotta make Carly Funko Pops in fiction. In real life, I don't know. But, yeah. but focus on merchandising. Oh, too. yeah, I don't think it's real, but I did find uh, pictures of people who made, like, custom ones to look like Carly. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, he merchandising number two. Yes. Live tour. Tours make bank, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. But Freddie doesn't want to go on a tour because he saw a Dateline about hotel room sheets. Mm-hmm. Liked that joke. <laughs> Just wanted to say, I liked that. Joke. I, yeah. And number three, collab with other influencers. I do also want to say when the Heck live tour yeah. section. Josh Peck Paul specifically mentions, yeah, podcasts gain a lot of traction by going on live tours, which is why we're announcing right now the Rewatch Party live tour coming to a city near you if you are from Des Moines, Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I just, again, I want to be clear. We're not doing a live tour in Des Moines, Iowa. What are you talking about, Mark? I what are you talking about, Mark? I already bought tickets. There are some people who listen to us. And Zach, you keep making jokes like, go to this website and you say a completely normal URL. <laughs> or, and now we're going on live tour. And I'm like, we're not going on tour. I just want to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is a joke. I know it's yes. probably obvious, but just in it, case. It is a joke, Wait, yes. Hold on, guys. What are you talking about? I already rented out the largest rec center in Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa. Well, I guess. <laughs> the capital of Iowa? Iowa? <laughs> I spent my entire inheritance <laughs> renting I spent my entire life savings renting out the high school gym in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> God. We're being so mean to Des Moines, Iowa. It's like a major city. In Iowa. Yeah. It's the capital of Iowa. Shout out to all of our listeners from Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. I don't think we were being very mean until Zach implied that the high school gym is the largest <laughs> uh, venue. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mark, you don't know that. Maybe my life savings is very small to the point where I could only afford a high school gym and not a large venue. 
No, that makes sense. But Harrison said he booked the largest venue in Iowa. Uh, and then you said it was a high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I apologize to the citizens of Des Moines, Iowa. And um, and I am very excited for Carly to collaborate with all the influencers in that area. She's collabing with other influencers. He's going to introduce her to Tiny Psychic. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Cool. This is a real missed opportunity not to bring in a real influencer. Imagine if Carly met Logan Paul. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be so cursed. Oh my god. <laughs> Incredible. It's like, yeah, we're gonna have you collab with other influencers. Mr. Beast is here. Just literally bring in Mr. Beast. Mr. Yeah. Beast? <laughs> yes. Mr. Uh, Beast is like, I flew all the way to Seattle to meet iCarly and give her a million dollars. No Mr. Beast this episode. Instead, we have Tiny Psychic. And we go to the scene where Carly does a collab with Tiny Psychic, who is reading her future. I wasn't Ooh. sure what to expect from Tiny Psychic. I guess yeah. I, in my head, I just immediately imagined, like, a little homunculus being a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my head, I, I thought it was going to be a little person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, although I, I do like the idea of it's like a regular person, but like in post, they like size them down to the point where they're just like tiny and they can yeah, like fit in the palm of their hand. that's what I was literally imagining. Yeah. <laughs> I want a full grown person shrunk down in post going, yeah. it's me, Penny Psychic. <laughs> also, you're oh, going, future. <laughs> you're going to die in seven days. Sorry. <laughs> Battle got your will in order. <laughs> They're like very cheerful. Yeah. I'm tiny, but that doesn't mean the future is bright. <laughs> I'm tiny, but I got big plans for the future. Oh, God. Good plans. That's not up to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, this should be a Bravo show, Tiny Psychic. They're <laughs> tiny, but the future is big. <laughs> or the future has big things in store. Yep. Where were we? Uh, uh, tiny psychic, who's who's like an old woman. Yeah. Uh, she's reading Carly's future. She's reading tarot cards. And the first card is the chicken, which means busy, harried, no time for your job. And Freddie's like, come on. I was just in a chicken costume pursued by a fox. Mm-hmm. And now you, and I've been too busy with my job. Josh Peck, you paid her to say that. And Josh Peck's like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And then she's like, next, the fox, confident, clever, new beginnings. And Freddy starts fighting with Paul. Yeah, this is the worst production of iCarly ever. They get in a literal fight. Mostly just a lot of pushing and shoving, but like. They destroy tiny psychic stuff. Yeah, they knock over like a light and it falls onto her table. God. Destroying her crystal ball, which Freddy then ex- exclaims, it was a marble. Yeah, which can we just say, like, Freddy and Paul are fighting so loudly on, ca- like, oh, behind yeah. the camera. Yeah, like, this, like all of this would be audible. Yeah. Like, you'd have to, yeah. like, edit it with a fine-tooth comb. <laughs> Maybe iCarly isn't doing well because they are bad at making it. <laughs> <laughs> they need lost to just their touch. good yeah, yeah. Uh, i imagine watching a stream where someone's getting their fortune read but the person behind the camera keeps saying like you paid him to say that didn't you <laughs> that'd be so funny that would be like in the top 10 like worst live streams ever recorded 
And this yeah. isn't the live stream, but like worst episodes yeah. of a web show ever. Like, how did this get made? <laughs> that that feels like a comedy sketch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Fred, Freddie, you've been making this show for like fifteen years. How are you this unprofessional? He just gets his buttons pushed by Josh Peck. Buttons pushed. It would be a pretty fun comedy sketch, Zach. I do want to give you that. That is good. Thank yeah. you. Yes. That would be fun. Um, I don't want to be too mean to you this episode. Again, I've been very much appreciating your jokes, but I hear them and go, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it bat on my ears. <laughs> um. So anyway. Yeah, they stop the sketch. Yeah. They destroy the table and we go over to Shay. What? Mm-hmm. Where the food critic is arriving. Yeah. Spencer's testing out his food on Millicent and Mrs. Benson. Um, his stuff is out of season. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. How dare they serve blueberries in July? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the critic arrives. Millicent is like very hung. They're both very hung up on that. It's not even like the food is bad. They're like, this is wildly out of season. Don't you know, Spencer? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry that our food isn't fresh. I'm sorry that like most pizza places in the world, I sell pizza year round, (laughs) despite the fact that tomatoes are seasonal. (laughs) So what if my food isn't in season or FDA approved? (laughs) But you're right. The... The critic does arrive. He sees Mrs. Benson and Milton immediately is like, you can't act better than that. And then Harper starts doing her thing. Mm, this food is so delicious. Um, and the critic sees right through her as well. And then we get the turn that yeah, I really like. I do like the yeah, turn. Yeah. Where at, we're, we're all asking like, why is the critic not tasting any of the food? Yeah. And then the critic is like, Spencer, you've really lost your touch with this new art installation. <laughs> That's and Spencer's right. Spencer's like, what? And the critic's like, well, this is an art installation, right? You're an artist. Did you like give up being a world famous and acclaimed artist to open a restaurant? And Spencer goes, no, this is an art installation. <laughs> <laughs> Like dumb Starbucks from uh, yeah, for you. dumb Starbucks. That's the best thing. I was, I of course knew about that, but I finally like watched the episode a while ago. Yeah, and it's so funny to see everybody being like, I guess it's like an art installation. I think it's Banksy. <laughs> there are so many people who thought dumb Starbucks was Banksy, and then for Nathan Fielder to come out and be like, Yes, it was me for my Comedy Central TV show. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what Spencer has uh, spontaneously decided to do in order to keep up with the lie to avoid being embarrassed for opening a restaurant. (laughs) And it gets so much better. (laughs) Yeah. It gets so much better. But before that, Carly brings uh, Freddie and I wrote JP in my notes. I wrote Josh Peck. I did not even write Paul. I wasn't (laughs) trying. Yeah. Um, Carly brings them to an escape room so they can learn how to work together if I ask their differences, if I may, yeah. I do want to bring up how she got them to come because Freddie runs in with a rope and he was like, Carly, I'm here. I came as fast as you as you as I could. Oh, man, I should have known that 911 quicksand didn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him with the rope. I kind of missed the quicksand. Yeah, part. me too. Yeah. I missed that. Too. And uh, <laughs> and then he that. asked uh, Josh Peck, Paul, I was like, well, how'd she get you to come here? And he goes, well, she just asked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good it's very good 
she just asked Josh Peck to come, but in order to get Freddy to come, she had to basically be like, help, I am stuck in quicksand. (laughs) So good. But uh, so they're doing the escape room and they immediately start fighting over imaginary pasta. Yes. Um, I completely forget the context. I do remember that they, that Josh Peck was miming eating He's, pasta. And he Freddy says was like, something Don't like, "Don't eat pasta, you Italian prick." He says <laughs> something like, "I look sexy eating all this pasta," or something Ugh. like they're like trying to one up yeah. each other. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's a. It's uh, the, what what we want to get at here is that they're both very cool and well adjusted. <laughs> yes. But then what should happen in this escape room? But the walls start closing in. This is a bad escape room. <laughs> Only if the yeah, walls it's an keep escape room, in. but it's also a saw trap. <laughs> <laughs> the key is stuck inside your large intestine. <laughs> <sighs> walls closing in is a classic trap. My thing is like, where did they build this? How did they build this? Is it in a retrofitted trash compactor or something? Yeah, that's a good question. Is there like a team of people literally pushing the walls in? Also, how did Freddy not realize this was an escape room? Most escape rooms I've been to have a large sign saying, this is an escape room on the outside. (laughs) That's very true. They get in, they're like, what? An escape room? Carly is... And yeah, it just looks most like escape office, rooms do like... not hide themselves. Yeah. Like she brought them into the room and I was like, oh, is it group therapy? No, <laughs> it's it looks an like a recording room. studio. It looks like an office space or something. Yeah. And there's just they. Yeah, it has sort of a 70s vibe. Yeah. 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 I'm really stuck on like, how do they get the walls to move? I really like the idea that this is the world's most elaborate escape room. Yeah. yeah. And there is a team of people, like five people per wall. Because there's a lot of like stuff that moves in with them. It's not just like a box. There's I mean, a lot of furniture and stuff. Yeah. Here's, here's my question as well. Yeah. So the walls like gradually close in as you're doing the escape room, right? What mm. happens if you fail? Do you just <laughs> die and get crushed to I death in the escape room? It's an escape room. room. I assume <laughs> you fail. Yeah, you know if you do an escape room and you don't finish it in the allotted time, they don't like keep you there. Yeah, they just well, let no, you I'm out. saying the walls are closing in. I and it's yeah. like by the time I assume they stop it before they crush you. Could you imagine yeah. going into an escape room and being like, "What's with all the blood stains on the floor and walls?" <laughs> oh my god. escape room suit for killing people yeah yeah, here's the thing like we were talking about this and you guys were like that's the worst escape room ever and i was sort of of the impression like there's a timer it like feels to me like an extension of the timer it makes it harder it's a pretty intense escape room but like yeah i assume they're not literally gonna kill you yeah see that's not that's not fun you gotta simulate (laughs) the danger (laughs) simulate again simulate it's a simulation. I want real, actual danger. This sounds like like a bad reboot for Saw. Like the like, there's an escape room junkie yeah. who like yeah. who is who's like turned on by the danger. So he makes like a real escape room where you have to get out before you die. Harrison, boy, have I got something to tell you? That is a real movie. Wait, there it is. There's, they made two of them. Oh my god! They made an, they made a. They made two movies where the whole thing is just we gotta move on from Saw. We have ten. We we gotta move on from Saw. I'm really sorry, Zach. I know how much you love Saw. This isn't Saw. Saw. This is not. This is something different. That's the joke. This is iCarly. Yeah. (laughs) 
but we gotta move. Move. I am so sorry. All right, let's keep moving on. It's fine. But yeah, the walls start moving, and Carly starts freaking out because <laughs> she's claustrophobic. Yeah, that's yep. right. They they bring this back. Yeah, she's like, I this do. wasn't in the brochure. Which, by the way, I feel like you should probably include that in the brochure. Yeah. Well, no, this is uh, Zach. This I mean, I don't want to do too much away, but this is a, yeah. a ploy from Carly. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. There, there yeah. is a twist later that yeah, it was in the brochure. She was tricking them. That, yeah. yeah, you're right. That you do have a point. You're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, it was in the brochure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Carly. There's a bit of a time jump. Uh, Carly is not helping, and Freddie is upset about how he does all the work and then Paul is coming in to take all the credit. I do like the way that they like introduce this where like Freddie's doing like a puzzle with like a TV and he's like adjusting yeah. the antennas and stuff like that. And he's like, Paul, can you help me out with this? And Paul like walks over, hits the TV and then it works and it like shows the code. Yeah. yeah. He fonzies it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Freddie is like, I loosened it. I loosened the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was 90% me. Um, but we go back to the restaurant Um, Spencer is now intentionally making the experience terrible because now it's not a restaurant it's an art installation (laughs) Yes, it seems like a way to sabotage your business in the long run but whatever (laughs) yeah yeah this is gonna have bad consequences Mm -hmm. but now Millicent and Mrs. Benson are like these are terrible dishes (laughs) and it's good um and Harper comes in. She's wearing the terrible uniform from yep. before. Yeah, I love that. The that other comes servers back are in it. Great yes, I'm happy that comes back. Yep. Uh, they give they do they give someone a cake, a piece of cake with an engagement ring in it, and it is <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the and the girl's like, "You're proposing," and the boyfriend is panicking because yeah. he was not proposing. Yeah. And then there's another couple who, and the woman in the other couple is like, I thought you were going to propose to me tonight. And he's yeah. just confused now. He, yeah. there's no- I, I really wanted him to be like, me too. Like he that's was going to propose ring. and they gave, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's my grandmother's we wedding ring. <laughs> that's a family heirloom. She snuck it over during the Holocaust. <laughs> well, you could be the first. Harper throws a full um, pitcher of water in the critic's face. And he's like, what a commentary on how fed up servers are. Yeah, Waiters are drowning in the expectations of their customers or something like that. Right. Uh It's a metaphor. The guy loves it and he has to go. And he tells Spencer, like, it was great, but I just... I feel like it's missing that Spencer Shea touch. Which I Um, love how immediately we were all like... We all immediately knew what the touch was. (laughs) Yeah. He's got to light something on fire. And we all were chanting for it. And Spencer goes and he sits down. I almost thought it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and then he like bangs the table in frustration. And the table catches on fire. And sets his arms on fire. Yes. Yeah, I do love Harper's initial reaction of, oh, yeah. no, the table is on fire. This must be a metaphor or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. That was the funniest. Thing. That was so it's good. the fact that she says it with that exact tone yeah. of voice. Yes. Yeah. This must be a metaphor or something. And so Spencer flails. They put the fire out. The critic is like, very good. Yeah. This commentary on burnout. And, <laughs> <laughs> um and so he leaves and then Harper's like, we did it. Hooray. And then looks at Spencer's pained face and goes, 
you need to go to the hospital. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Fire is very hot. Very hot. Fire hot. We go back to the escape room. Carly makes them apologize. Maybe that was the previous. Yeah, she makes them make up. Yeah. Yeah. They settle their differences and they escape from the escape room. They settle yes. their differences. They apologize and they escape from the escape room. And that's when Carly reveals she knew the walls would close in and she took medication and everything. She just did that to trick them. But now they're done and they go and they exit and they're in another escape room. Yep. They're <laughs> yep, in a, yeah. uh, an 80s themed escape room. So they have four decades yeah. to go. Yeah. I really like they solved like three clues. Yeah, and they were like we're done, and then the voice and they're like, "I thought we were done." And the worker over the loudspeaker is like, "No, you have four more decades to go." <laughs> this is taking um, a very long time. We gave yeah. you an hour to get out of that first room. We thought you'd clear it in yeah. like two. To be minutes. fair, <laughs> I, I did see there was a second one-hour timer that starts when they get into yeah, the second that room. Is yeah, that's a lot. Great- the timer should continue. Yeah, it shouldn't be a four-hour escape room. Five. There's five decades total. Oh, yeah. Four more. Yeah, sorry. Five. Yeah. It's an all-day kind of thing. (laughs) Jesus. But we get to our final scene. They're back in Spencer's apartment. Spencer's restaurant got a good review, not as a restaurant, but as an art installation. (laughs) And Harper's like, I've got my mojo back. Yeah, baby. Just like the end of Austin (laughs) Powers. Yeah, That's baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She Harper says, I, I got my mojo back. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then throws a glass cup for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she's, she, oh, right, she's, she's an she's actor gotten, now. Yeah. yeah. She's gotten very into her acting. And so then she acts as like some entitled asshole who's not satisfied with this water. And she throws it. And there was a smashing sound effect. But I was very upset we didn't see it smash it yeah. definitely should have gone right by someone's head and hit the wall behind yes them. absolutely yeah. but also now uh carly and freddie are brimming with sketch ideas yeah. they've got so many ideas like tiny psychic food critic where she reviews food before she eats it oh boy or or, or meatball, meatball golf, golf. <laughs> which is exactly what you would think yeah and they keep saying a bunch of different ideas and they go upstairs and Harper's like, oh, no, I left my gummies out again. Yeah. Oh, so no. Carly and Freddie were high. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they needed, it turns out. Yeah. We- yeah. yeah. Carly and Freddie may be on that high, but I think I'm going to be on my high now at this point in the episode when we do Sad Boy of the Week. Maybe we back on the transitions. You did it. It's 10 out of 10 transitions. I did it. (laughs) You know what they say when you need a full 30 seconds to transition. That's a good transition. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. It's a seamless transition from one part of the episode to the next. So who do we nominate? (laughs) I nominate Spencer. Who the second who won enlists all his friends to pretend to like his food in front of a restaurant critic then finds out his first restaurant critic, the first person to review his restaurant Mm -hmm. does not even think it's a restaurant. They think it's an art installation. His immediate reaction is to be shamed into saying, yes, this is an art installation. 
And so then he proceeds to ruin the experience of all the people who came to his restaurant. Yeah. And will maybe, you know, write reviews on Yelp, maybe <laughs> would have recommended it to their friends. He's flushing his business down the drain. For this one art For critic. this one art critic who, again... Spencer wants to operate and run a restaurant. Yeah. A good review of it as an art installation is not going to help him. Right. I mean, I guess it helped dumb Starbucks, but whatever. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, true. And dumb Starbucks is still around and yeah. thriving. Oh. Um, but uh, I, I do have another nominee because Spencer. Wait, I'm not sorry. done though. I'm, I'm not done though. Sorry. I'm, I just because of course the final straw, the restaurant critic likes it, but doesn't love it. And then Spencer <laughs> yes, yes. on fire. <laughs> Right, of course. How I'm could I forget? I'm sorry to stop you. But no, how could I forget? We're not no, this done is, until this Spencer it. lights himself on fire. Yeah. I, I was going to say, Spencer is great. I do have another nominee that I think is yeah. also very good, and that Ooh. is Freddy. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, Freddy. Uh, he shows up in a chicken suit, really does not like Josh Peck based on vibes and vibes alone. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's convinced by Pearl to wear a chicken suit to catch a fox. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty sad also, side note not a lot of pearl in this episode that makes me sad yeah yeah, yeah. tyler sent just want to say an article about how dumb starbucks changed its name and is now permanently closed damn i do just want to really? say i i knew it wasn't around anymore i was being sarcastic oh okay it still gotcha. was around. right okay and i have never heard of dumb starbucks until this episode <laughs> well we'll tell you all about it yeah. Afterwards. Yes. I, of course, thought of Freddy as well. And I do think there's a case that Freddy is sad this episode. I just guess, like, I found him more annoying than Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm and, voting for Spencer anyway. I just thought it was yeah. worth mentioning Freddy. I'm That's voting true. for Spencer. Yeah. And I think we should acknowledge this is the first time in a long time that Spencer lights anything on fire. Yeah. yeah his defining character trait from the original series, which is he sets things on fire. Yeah. I chose so I'm, I'm gonna vote to say Spencer mostly well. silent because Mark was just saying what I was thinking. So yeah, Spencer. <laughs> there we go. Spencer is the sad boy of the week. Yay! yay, yay. Fireman. Fire. He's not a fireman. Things. He is a fireman, but not he is a, a fireman. fireman. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Human Torch of iCarly. Oh yeah, <laughs> not in a good way. So, yeah, I guess that's about it, unless you guys have anything more to talk about. No, thank I you. think that's it for me. Thank you for listening to this art installation, guys. If you like it, feel free to check out more of our art on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rewatch Party Pod. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, all that other stuff. And until, until next time, I've been Harrison Bloom. I have been Zach Horowitz. And I will remain Mark Green. Ooh. Yes. Until next time, keep rewatching, and we still have four more decades to escape from. So we'll see you soon. <laughs>